time for another piano puzzler. Composer Bruce Adolph is here with me in the Mod Moon Warehouser Music Studio. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Fred. Every week, Bruce takes a familiar tune. He rewrites that familiar tune in the style of a famous classical composer. We get one of our listeners on the line who tries to guess the hidden tune and the composer whose style Bruce is imitating. Sean Hampton is on the phone from Round Rock, Texas. Sean, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Oh, good to have you. Is there actually a Round Rock in Round Rock? There is actually a Round Rock in Round Rock. There there must be a story behind that. Yes, it's the place where the original settlers came to build the first city of Round Rock in 1874, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. And that's just outside Austin? Yes, just on the north edge of Austin. And Sean, what's your musical background? Well, I was a vocal performance major in college and been singing ever since I can remember. Vocal performance major in college. And where was college? College was Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Lots of great singing in Moorhead. Yep. Yep. So what role does music play in your life these days? Well, I'm still doing it on a volunteer basis. I sing with Conspirare Symphonic Choir here in Austin and do the occasional uh, church gig. All right. So still singing and still listening to music, I presume. Absolutely. Big music buff here. All right, well, all of that musical knowledge that you've built up over your entire life will now come to bear over the next three minutes on this piano puzzler. Uh, Bruce will play this for you, and then your job, Sean, will be to try to guess the hidden tune, and if you can, name the composer whose style Bruce is mimicking. And Sean, I don't know what's coming either, so if you happen to get stuck on either the tune or the composer, we can brainstorm on this together. Okay. Okay, here's Bruce Adolph with your piano puzzler.
Hmm, very interesting. Sean, what do you make of that? Well, it's absolutely beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) And for playing our game. Thank you. Um, Well, I'm definitely hearing something akin to Bach. Yes, well, that's perfect. That's right. Okay. Okay, in the style of Johann Sebastian Bach. Absolutamente. Yep, with a nice Picardy third at the end. Ah, very good. (laughs) But I'm really having trouble hearing any kind of familiar tune. Okay. Sean, you mentioned that that ended with a Picardy third. What is a Picardy third? Well, a Picardy third is instead of the minor interval, it's just the major interval ending something in a minor key with a major chord. And what determines that is the third note of the scales. That's called the Picardy third. Of the chord. That's right. So I'll play it again. I'll give you a couple of things to think about. The tune is not in a minor key. So you're hearing it here in a minor key, which is... I I thought that might be the case. But I didn't change a single note of the tune, just the harmonies around it. Right, okay. So that can be very disorienting. Also, the tune appears in two different tempi in this puzzler, in slow motion in the middle and then in its normal tempo occasionally. Uh-huh. So it's pretty well-hidden tune. This is, this is more hidden than they sometimes are. But then it does occasionally emerge and just hang out right there. All right. Can we hear a little bit more? So yeah. We can... Let's start it again. Now here it is on top. Now there's only one tune I know that does that, but anyway, which is strange when you think about it. Right there was the giveaway for this me. This too, right. That's actually the name of the tune right there, without the words. And then there's a part in the middle where the tune is in the right tempo. This is the B section of the tune. And then it comes back. This, this is a tune, this is often sung as a dialogue between two people. Well, it, frequently, yeah. I'm hearing a tune, but I cannot for the life of me place it. So, so if there's a dialogue going on, yeah. that means I say one thing and you say something else. Now I've got it. It's uh-huh. the minor key that was throwing me. Yes, I can imagine. So what's okay. the name of the tune? Um, what's the title of that? Uh, let's Call the Whole Thing Off. That's right. Let's Call the Whole Thing Off. Yes. Yes. You, know, you know, Fred, that old tune. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Exactly. Although, you know, what's funny about potato and potato is no one says potato. Not even in England. But it works for the song. Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) And you know that there's a recording of Gershwin's sister, Frances. Her husband had a very strong New England accent. And there's a recording you can get where he's telling the story and he says, "Uh, you know, I I was on the tomato farm and I was talking with Ira and I said the word tomato. And he said, why are you saying tomato? You always say tomato. And I said, well, I have to for my workers. And the next thing I know, he wrote a song about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So let's call the whole thing off in the style of Johann Sebastian Bach, the Piano Puzzler this week by Bruce Adolf. And for playing our Piano Puzzler, we'll send you a recording of a classic Piano Puzzler, also an autographed copy of the score, the music to that classic Piano Puzzler, signed by Bruce Adolf himself. That's great. Thank you so much. Sean, what's your public radio station? It is KMFA. 89.5. Terrific classical station right there in Austin, Texas. Sean Hampton from Round Rock, Texas, thank you so much for playing our Piano Puzzler this week. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Oh, we had a great time with you. And Bruce, I'll see you next week. Bye, Fred. Thanks for joining me for another challenging and fun Piano Puzzler with Bruce Adolph. I hope you'll check out a great podcast from my colleague Julie Amacher. It's called New Classical Tracks. Every week she previews a brand new classical album with interviews from the artists themselves. Look for New Classical Tracks with Julie Amacher wherever you get your podcasts.